One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning on this last day of January. I'm Dominic Carter. The New York City Council just made sure that it was a bad day for every law-abiding citizen in this region. All items on today's general order calendar are adopted by a vote of 42 in the affirmative, 9 in the negative, and 0 abstentions. I call it the soft bigotry of low expectations. Soft bigotry of low expectations. The NYPD forced to report nearly every public interaction as council members overwhelmingly Reject Mayor Adams' veto of a cop-stop bill, if you will. The council overwhelmingly voted Tuesday to override Mayor Adams' veto of this controversial cop-stop bill that will now force NYPD officers to document nearly every interaction with the public. Even before the vote, advocates siding with the Whooped, if you will, far, 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 far left city council were out in full force. NYPD! We'll see what you have to say when crime goes up citywide. We're going to break that down in just a moment. But first, we have an even more important story to get to this morning. It is it is incredible. It is disgusting. I don't know why we are tolerating this situation with migrants. It really is that simple. I don't know if you've seen the video yet. You can go to my uh, social media Twitter, X, Dominic TV, at Dominic TV, Instagram, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. Police officers, NYPD officers beaten by a rowdy migrant mob near Times Square. The suspects later freed without bail. Folks, the video is horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. The handwriting is on the wall. This migrant thing is not working out. It really is that simple. This shocking video captures the moment that a migrant mob pounces on a pair of police officers near a Times Square shelter, punching and kicking and stomping them. You heard me right. Punching, kicking, and then resorting to stomping the police officers. You see in the video, there's no audio, but you see in the video, Crime Stoppers video, police are telling them to move on. Nothing wrong with that. They say that to everybody. Move on. Don't gather here. Move on. Move on. Move on. But these guys, they're tough guys, the migrants. They're they're real tough guys, right? 
And so you see the police, something happens off camera, and there's one of the uh, suspects in a yellow top, a yellow shirt or a yellow jacket, and the police are trying to take him to the ground, and he's resisting. And while the police are trying to get him under control on the ground, what does these cowards do? These coward migrants decide to to merge, if you will, to attack the police, almost like alligators on a baby deer. That's what it looked like, folks. That's what it looked like. You see at one point, and I mean, they're trying to kick the officers in the head. Don't believe me. Look at the video for yourself. And at one point, it looked like the WWE, but this time it was real. You see one of the guys run up and, and pull back with his leg and kick, and he connects to the officer's uh, face and the officer's head. You see the officer's head kick back. So you know that the man actually uh, hit him, these, these, uh, these migrants. And so an NYPD officer and a lieutenant initially telling the migrants to move along. This was about 8.30 p.m. Saturday on West 42nd Street. Things quickly got rowdy, turned into a scuffle between the cops and a suspect who was wrestled to the ground. And that's when the rest of these punks converge on the officers, literally raining kicks, WWE style, but for real, for real. No respect at all for the law. No respect at all for the fact that you're in someone else's country. You are a guest of this country. And there's no higher status of uh, of uh, respect than law enforcement, and they are greatly disrespecting that symbol. They had absolutely no respect at all for these uh, police officers. It was a rumble, but it wasn't a fair one. It was like seven or eight guys on two police officers. And all of that talk about, oh, the police never show restraint. They don't show restraint. Well, in Brooklyn, you may recall, the police officers hit by a man with mental illness problems with a machete. They didn't pull out their guns. And as far as we know, with this incident, where they're attacked by migrants, they didn't pull out their guns either. And they were being kicked and stomped in the head by migrants. I don't understand why this is being tolerated. I don't get it. I do not get it, folks. And so the video shows the two officers left on the ground as the pack runs east on 42nd Street towards uh, 7th Avenue and gets away, although not for long. All four were charged with assault on a police officer and released without bail. Chew on that for a second. Released without bail. Why would you let these animals walk right out of jail? Oh, well, we didn't see the video. We didn't see the video beforehand. We didn't know. The video is awful. I kid you not. It looks like five alligators attacking a baby deer. 
That's what it looks like. Five hungry alligators. And it's clear these guys have no respect for law enforcement. So not only are you not kicking them out of the country, you're not even keeping them in jail. They should be on, someone said on Instagram that they knew what my talking point tonight was going to be, Rikers. And and the individual, I'll say his name in a second when I pull it up, he was so correct. Why are they not at Rikers? You Migrants. Migrants. And they, they are brutally attacking these, kicking them in their heads. Not once does a uh, police officer, not once does a police officer pull out his weapon. Not once. Not once in this entire encounter. And I, 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 I really, yes, I'm on a rant this morning because I don't understand why this is being tolerated, why they're not shown the door. Ice, ice, baby. Remember the ice unit? Immigrate. How come you're not letting ice loose? You have to keep these migrants. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. You have to keep them in deep, deep check. Period. You're a migrant and you're attacking, you're you're brutally attacking New York City police officers, kicking them in the head while they're trying to restrain this other animal that's on the ground. And and, and, I mean, so clearly these guys, clearly this was not their first bout with law enforcement. Looking at the video, it looks like these guys have had quite the experience with law enforcement in their own countries, but they have no respect at all for law enforcement in, in our country. We see all your calls from the Bronx, Long Island, Philadelphia, New Jersey, South Carolina. We will get to it in uh, just a second. We're going to get to it in just a second. And before I come back to what the city council did, which is disgusting, now I get it. You know, whenever you see a uh, high-profile individual on television and the lawyer's standing right there, and oftentimes the lawyer doesn't say anything, and then sometimes the lawyer is very aggressive, but the lawyer is there to protect the client, right? The lawyer is there to protect the client. Boy, now do I get it. So as I mentioned last night, I'm watching uh, Rachel Maddow interview E. Jean Carroll. Woo! On MSNBC. And uh, you're going to hear this right now. Rachel says a loaded question. What are you going to do with Trump's money? Not with the money, with Trump's money. You see, you got to pay attention. That's a way of feeding the, uh, the meat to the base. Not just the money. What are you going to do with Trump's money uh, to help women's rights. You got to listen to this, right? But it, it, it was so outrageous. She's in the middle, E. Jean Carroll, between two of her lawyers. And her response is so in la-la land that one of the lawyers that's sitting to her left nervously says, uh, she's joking. They, they try to save face. Uh, she's joking. And clearly she wasn't joking. 
I want you to listen to this for yourself. Let's just call this um, La La Land. You've talked about using some of Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such such great ideas for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. You heard it. That's a joke. Although if if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, t- take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. If this wasn't so sad, this entire situation, I might enjoy the laugh if it wasn't so sad. But she is playing a role, E. Jean Carroll, in trying to ruin the former president of the United States and $83 million. Now, you heard the soundbite. We're going to play it again for you. And I will say this much. Poor Rachel Maddow, what she did, folks, and I've been in this situation, when an anchor doesn't know how to respond and they know that the subject just went completely over the line of what they're supposed to do, that's called a nervous laugh. That's called trying to diffuse the situation. Rachel is trying to do the interview, right? She's not going to be objective, so let's let's throw that out the window. But she she's got to she's got to placate E. Jean Carroll, but at the same time, she's probably saying to herself, something is wrong here, right? Something is wrong. Now I'm going to play it again. We're going to come back to the important stories: the city council, the migrants uh, attacking the police and kicking them several times in the head. We we haven't lost sight of that. But as soon as I heard this clip, I I just, I couldn't believe it. I want you to listen one more time, but listen very carefully. And E. Jean Carroll is so out there that her lawyer, if you listen carefully, you hear the lawyer say, that's a joke. She's trying to save face. You've talked about using some of Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> a Although joke. If, if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, t- take one for the team. I All right. Let me, let me, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. Wow. 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 I, I almost feel like what what was it? Um, you know, many of us grew up on this. Do no 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 do no do no. This is the Twilight Zone. I mean, it's 
It's it's insane. Does that sound like somebody that was sexually assaulted to you? Or does that sound like somebody that is loving every minute of what's going on? What does it sound like to you? You should see the makeup makeover that she had. I'm not not going to criticize her for that because you should look your best uh, if you're going on television. And all of us do. And all of us, men and women, wear makeup. I don't care what the man tells you. He's on television on a regular basis. He wears makeup. Trust me. The makeup artist, you know, pat your face and pound your face and you wear it as well. You may not wear as much as the women, but you have on blot powder because you have shine because of the lights and you can't have the shine. Everything has to look natural. E. Jean Carroll does not sound or look natural. Okay, let's put that on hold for a second. Do 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 on hold for a second. Back to what I first mentioned, the New York City Council rejecting Mayor Eric Adams, rejecting Mayor Eric Adams' veto on this controversial NYPD bill that will now force cops, if they don't have enough to do, to document nearly every public interaction they have with the public, right? And it defies logic. Again, we we see all your calls, folks. I promise we're going to get to them. And all I could think about, honestly, is that this reflects the soft bigotry of low expectations. Bottom line, this is a report from uh, Channel 7, part of a report, Channel 7, WABC television. In the end, the support was overwhelming. Council members embraced and wept openly in the council chamber. An emotional ending to a tense showdown at City Hall. The city council voting 42 to 9 to override the mayor's veto. Black and Latino New Yorkers continue to be disproportionately subjected to unconstitutional stops that go underreported. Civilian complaints of misconduct are at their highest levels in a decade. These stops can no longer happen in the shadows because the pain and trauma they inflict on communities have long-lasting impact. The How Many Stops Act will require officers to complete a short form on their smartphones each time they have even a casual encounter with a civilian. It's intended to provide the clearest picture yet of who's being stopped and why. Supporters of the bill believe that the NYPD is still racially profiling New Yorkers. The amount of misinformation verifiably exaggerated and false claims about this bill has been unacceptable. Unacceptable, huh? Jamani Williams, the, uh, the public advocate. And again, I've, I've known him for many years. You, you, you should really be ashamed of yourself. You should really be ashamed of yourself. Uh, this is not, and the person before that was the uh, speaker of the uh, city council playing the race card to uh, justify this. It's not, it doesn't make any sense, but anyway, folks, let's start with, uh, with your telephone calls. Let's go uh, to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Okay. First of all, you probably think that these cops that were beaten half to death showed great restraint and that's, that's good. I think they should be fired. Okay, because oh, come on, come on, Michael, 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 Michael. I'm gonna let you finish, but sometimes I get sick of your Rambo okay. routine. 
Okay, first of all... Everything is pull out the gun, shoot him. I would have jumped five stories down without a parachute and shot everybody in the room. Come on, man. I never said that. You say that basically every single time. The way you talk, meanwhile, like, the way you talk, meanwhile, crime is getting worse, and you don't really care because you live in Whitelandia. And I don't really care because I live in Whitelandia. Michael, 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 I am of this community. I am of the housing project. Not How dare you say that I don't Not care? anymore. Michael, I give my time to help poor black but and Latino kids and city. white kids. How could you say I don't care? You don't know do what you, I care do about. Do you live in the city? Do you live in the city? I, do I, I live would, in the city? I, I don't well, live in the city, Michael, Michael, Michael. And I, of course I'm not city? ready to move back. But it's I, unfair. Why not? Why but not? it's unfair. Because you don't want to be a victim no, of a crime. No, and you don't want no, your family The reason why I don't want to move back is because I've worked hard my entire life. To get, get to away where, from the let crime. me finish, please, and then I'll give you your right. say. My wife, uh, 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 one of eleven kids out of Harlem, myself out of the projects in the Bronx. We get together. We have our family. Why would I come back if I if because I'm if I'm doing well in Rockland County and a nice a nice safe community? Oh, and I, I spend, wait and I spend a lot of my time in urban areas with children. Why would I come back? Why, why would, you know, the thing is, you don't have to go back. If you're doing so well, you don't have to go back to the projects. There are well-to-do neighborhoods in the city, but you don't want to live there. And I don't want to live there. I moved out of a very well-to-do neighborhood, okay? I don't want to live there because my wife was mugged twice because of the crime. I saw the crime getting worse when de Blasio was mayor, and I knew it would get worse when Adams became mayor. So I moved out, and my neighborhood has absolutely no crime, just like you neighborhood. Okay, let's put the cards on the table. Let's make it straight. Okay, it is a good thing, a very, very good thing when black people live with white people. It's an extremely agreed, good thing. Agree. Good for white people. Agree. It's good for white people because white people see black people as decent, hardworking, good neighbors. Agree. It's an excellent thing. All right. And it's good for black people because white people, especially for black people, because white people protect them. They protect them from crime. We have a couple of black families in my town. I and the other white people protect them. We make sure they don't have to worry about being carjacked or being killed in a drive-by or being mugged. Okay, that is an extremely, extremely, extremely good thing. All right, now here's the other side. It is a horrible, terrible, unacceptable miserable thing when white people have to live with black people. White people cannot live with black people. Now, you may say, what's the difference? It's very simple. When black people live with white people, the white people are in the majority and they control the vote. And as they control the vote, they make sure that the Tough, conservative people are voted into office, which protect everybody. When white people live with black people, black people are the majority, and they control the vote. And who do they put in? De Blasio, Mayor Adams, Mayor Lightfoot, the idiot that took Lightfoot's place, right? Alvin Bragg. And white people's lives are in danger together with black people like you. And that's why you got the hell out of the city and you'll never move back. And that's why I got the hell out of the city and I'll never move back. And that's why the city is dead and buried. It will never survive. It's only going to get worse. So white people 
and decent law-abiding black people like you, if you have a house, a co-op, a condo, sell it, get the hell out, let the criminals, the thugs, the drug dealers, and everybody else have the city. They're going to have it anyway. You can't stop them. That's just the way it is, and that's reality. You constantly say, what's the end game? That's the end game. But I'll tell you something that you don't know. Right? Yes, there is going to be a civil war in New York City, but it's not going to be between the whites and the blacks because the whites don't stick around. They pack up and they move. It will be between the blacks and the Hispanics because Hispanics don't run the way white people do. They fight. Hey, hey Michael, I, Michael I, I say this with love and then I got to move on. Uh, wh- where did you get that Ph.D. in sociology from? Well, because I mean, I, how did I do it? I look at other cities. I looked at, at uh, South Central L.A. I looked at Watts, which at one time were black cities. Today they're Hispanic. What happened to the black people? When blacks and Hispanics fight, Hispanics always win. That's the way it is. You, you, New York will eventually I'm not, become I'm not, Hispanic. I, I, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, you, you, you know, you're but painting. It doesn't matter. You're, you're not going to move you're, back. You're and painting. I'm not move no, back. no, you, you don't know if I, if I will move back. You'll never um, move back. Don't know. Uh, no. Come on, um, be honest. Uh, uh, no, wanna, no, no. Why do you want to move to Saddle River? You want to go from one white landia to white landia on steroids. I'm very familiar with Saddle you may, River. You made me laugh on that one, Michael. Um, no, no. The, re- the, re- the reason why I want to go to Saddle River, the reason why I want to go to Saddle River, Michael, I got to move on. You know, it's interesting. Maybe maybe Michael uh, uh, had a, a tail on my car. I'm only joking. Because um, uh, last night when I when I uh, got off, so it was about, you know, I, I'll be joining Frank Morano. He's been kind enough to invite me back again on his program, uh, and so I'll be joining him in the 1 a.m. hour. And so when I left here about 1.30 and I'm driving back to Rockland, and I just I had to mail some letters, and so for some reason I said, you know what, I'm going to go the long way around, and I'm going to go through Saddle River. And so, you know, Michael just mentioned Saddle River, and I ended up going to the post office at, what, 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, me, myself, and I, they were not even deer out, uh, and then got on Route 17 to go back to Rockland, the back doorway. But, um, uh, Michael, I, 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 I wouldn't say, I just want to answer this, that I would never return to the city of New York. I, I know when my daughter was in graduate school, I will be honest with you about this. She, you know, she said, Daddy, Daddy, you know, I, I want to live, um, I, I forgot the place where the affluent uh, blacks live in Harlem. It's on 135th Street. And she said she wanted an apartment there. And my immediate reaction was, I didn't say it, but my reaction was absolutely not. You're my baby girl. You're not living in Harlem. I didn't say that to her. I had to play the game. And so she went through the apartment process. And then and then we reached a compromise, and she li- she got an apartment in Riverdale. So th- this is about um, maybe 10 years ago, I guess. So, Michael, I wouldn't mind uh, living in Riverdale. You know, so, I mean, now I'm not going back to uh, Throg's Neck Houses. That's not going to happen. You know, folks, I, I've got to pick up the pace because we've only had one call and we're halfway through the uh, through the uh, show. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I watched the video of the migrants attacking the police that you just mentioned. And the first thing I think of, gee. They're willing to attack the police like that. 
how long until they're attacking regular people on the streets? Good point. How long until they're, how long until they're walking into stores and just stealing what they want, food, goods? They obviously have no fear. This is obviously the downfall of New York City. I, I would advise everybody to get the hell out now because it's just being overtaken by migrants. Joe Biden and the Democrats, open border, migrant invasion. Mm. David, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for that call. Uh, we appreciate you, man. I've got to take a uh, break, folks. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to um, Richard in Philadelphia, Mike in South Carolina, Mike on Long Island, Phil in the Bronx, and more of your calls. You can reach me on social media as well. We'll be right back. At City Hall, the council overrides the mayor's veto of a controversial police transparency bill. And that vote just passed 42 to 9 in support of the How Many Stops Act. Mayor Adams and the police unions tried to scrap the bill, arguing it would lead to time-consuming paperwork for officers. But in the end, the council thought otherwise. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. This did pass by eight votes more than the council needed to override the mayor's veto, which is not a close vote at all. It was overwhelming. The vote comes amid concern that NYPD stops are back on the rise again in New York City after years of coming down. Mayor Adams saying today that he agrees with the intention of what the city council was trying to do, but that in practice, he thinks this law will bury police under unnecessary paperwork over police stops that are not even problematic. And that is my uh, friend, Melissa Russo, a reporter over at Channel 4. We worked together at New York One for many, many years. And uh, that was her take uh, reporting live from City Hall of what happened. But of course, the other story, and I just looked at a uh, tweet from uh, Lisa Pure, and she says, wow, Dominic TV, this is tragic, referring to the video with the, uh, the migrants. It's incredible. They literally attacked, and I'm looking at Speaker Adams uh, now on New York One. She needs to be ashamed of herself. You know, if you want to break this down racially and we don't have to, how does this benefit the black community? You're making more excuses. Oh, you know, they're being stopped more than it's being recorded. Stop making excuses. Didn't Dr. King want all of us to live together? One set of rules. So why do you keep wanting a special system when crime is already out of control? And with these types of antics, you should not be the speaker of the city council. Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jacqueline. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know, I just have to comment on that clip that you played with that psychotic E. Jean Carroll. 
uh, that that tells everything about her MO. She was all about the money from the very beginning. She wants to go and have a makeover. She already spent the $5 million on her new wardrobe because she looked like trash before. And now she's 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 like money crazy, going uh, squandering money all over the place that she doesn't even have in hand yet, and she may not even be awarded. And one of your callers the other evening, um, most of your listening audience commented on her. I think her name was Margot, and um, she's just as crazy. I thought it was just the jury that was as crazy as E. Jean Carroll, but that Margot woman is out of her mind. She thinks that everything, anything and everything is possible. She and I can both become the President of the United States, get struck by lightning 17 times in a row, and also win the lottery 47 times in a row. I mean, that's, that's just complete insanity. She wants us to think that all of the stars aligned, no witnesses. She can't remember the date. She doesn't um, have any idea. There was no people around. No one saw them. She doesn't remember what the season was. And, oh, yes, it's all completely possible. I, I I hear you, Jacqueline. What what I was doing with the caller, Margot, as I think you know, I believe in letting people have their say. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, I'll be honest with you, sometimes it's about giving them rope to hang themselves. Yep. And, and that's what I was doing with uh, Margot. I wanted her to have her say because I wanted the audience to hear that there are people out there that really believe this nonsense. Yeah. As far as what as far as what uh, E. Jean uh, Carroll had to say. And I I, hold on for a second, Jacqueline, because I'm going to play it again. I mean, it is it's incredible. She's with Rachel Maddow. And, you know, okay. And so on a story like this, what happens is here's a little backstory. When you have a major newsmaker uh, and you're on television and and you have a name, your producers are tossing around your name. Dominic would like for you to come on tonight, but you know what the competition is doing. So you know what Channel 4 is doing. And so it, Rachel's up against uh, up against CNN and, um, and, 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 um, and Fox. And of course, E. Jean Carroll was never going to go to Fox. But so, 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 you're, so you're trying to outbeat uh, CNN and E. Jean Carroll did both uh, MSNBC and CNN. And so, so it's a battle. Right. It really is a battle. You're trying to get the interview and in trying to get the interview, you have to make some concessions. Well, you know, you, you know, I'll be fair to her. I'm telling you how, the way the things I used to say, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, I'll be fair to her or, or my producers would say, because I didn't I didn't like getting on the phone negotiating uh, uh, up until the very, very, very last minute because the consultants try and spin you. And I just don't have the patience for that. And so, um, you know, so so it's a battle. And so. The reason why Rachel did it is because Rachel is the biggest name over there at MSNBC. Right. And, and it, it, you know, Jacqueline, I want you to hear this one more time. You know, it, it's it's just amazing. I mean, I mean, la-di-da, la-la-la-la-la. Let's go ahead and listen to this. You've talked about using some of Trump's money you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Or, yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, 
you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle wow. for Crowley, new fishing wow. rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? <laughs> it's yours, Nothing. Rachel. It's yours, Rachel. Uh, France? You, you want France? You want to go fishing in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> the lawyer's going, oh, my God. So if, if me fishing in France... Could yeah. do something for women's rights. I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously. Uh, All right, take, we, we heard enough of that. So, so when Rachel's making that comment, folks, and Jacqueline, she's trying to save face because right. she knows she's live, and Rachel's saying to herself right now, "Oh my God!" And the, remember, there's a producer. Television is an illusion. There's at least two producers in her ear, and the producers are saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, be careful. We don't know what this woman is about to say next. Be right. careful, be careful. Go right ahead, Jacqueline. Her, her own lawyers, Carol's own lawyers, even know that she's crazy by trying to save face and say, oh, she was joking, she was kidding around. Ah, uh, a, a little bit of a, a Freudian slip. She, she's, spending, she's spending money, like I said, that she doesn't even have yet and she may not even get, like uh, the quote, uh, proverbial uh, drunken sailor. You want a penthouse? You want this? Hey, you get a penthouse and you get a penthouse. And what about give Margo a penthouse? Hey, you, you know, I, 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 that, that was your Oprah uh, thing right there, Jacqueline? Yeah. You know, hey, Jacqueline, ex explain this to me. Uh, and then I got to move on. I'm going to go to Mike G on Long Island. Explain this to me. You, you've got these, uh, these uh, migrants in this situation, they were trying to kick these officers' head like a soccer ball. Why is this being tolerated? Because of the lunatic, uh, quote-unquote, elected officials that we have in office. That, to me, that justifies pulling out your weapon and shooting them. Because they're, they're endangering their lives. You want to beat someone by kicking them in their head like that? While, while they're trying stop. to restrain someone else. They don't even see that you're trying to kick them. All I, all I will say, asylum. Jacqueline, all I will say, and I'm going to move on. Thank you for the call, Jacqueline. All I will say is imagine this same situation under Rudy Giuliani. All hell would have broke loose. All hell. That, that movie, I forgot the name of the movie, with Samuel Jackson uh, cocks the gun and he goes, it's Giuliani time. It would have been Giuliani would have called his police commissioner and went to the went to the shelter and he would have he would have said I don't care what the law says they're not they they they're in jail uh Mr. DA they are in jail he would have screamed bloody murder I, I I those crickets do do you hear Mayor Adams commenting on this I I, 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 I that's what it sounds like to me I, I, I you know I I I I don't know I don't know Mike G, Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. So good to talk to you again, Dominic. Thank I'll be you. brief with you tonight. Thank you, sir. If this would have happened to the Giuliani with the migrants, they would have mobilized probably half the police department. You're correct. They would have been oh, they would have been mass arrests. You would have the city buses out there processing the arrests. You're correct. You're correct. And people would have been deported. You're correct. It's as simple as that. Remember what Giuliani did to Arafat. It told him that yeah, they, they, they were at the I, theater I, show, and he was like, "You're not welcomed here." That's what's needed. That's what's needed now. That's and so, and, and now. so, so you're right. Giuliani would have mobilized half the police force. Exactly. That's what needs to be done. But we don't do that anymore. You know, 
Unfortunately, nowadays, I'll be very quick down. We have what's called a reactive police department, not proactive. We wow. come into the fact, into the crime is committed. Under Giuliani, under Bloomberg, it was proactive. We, we came before the crime was committed. We, we acted before the crime was committed. Now we come after the fact and take a report, which is said. Wow. We need to go back to proactive policing. Wow. I'll leave that dot down. Thank you so much for taking my phone call. Thank you. Thank you for the call from Long Island to Philadelphia. Good morning, Richard. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Why should the illegals have respect for law enforcement when the American people and our politicians don't have respect for law enforcement? That's a good point. Well, well, to answer, I, I understand your point, and I, I get it. It's a, 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 you know, I understand your point, but uh, you're here as a guest of the country, and you're not even paying for your own dime. Well, they don't, they don't care about that. They're the new preferred groups now. They're going to be replacing us. We're going to be the second class. We're going to be sitting in the back of that bus now. And about the city council, Dominic, I don't blame city council. I blame the people themselves, the voters, who will keep electing them. Right. I, I hear you. I, I, you I hear you. I, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. It, it, it's, 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 it's insane. Richard, thank you so much for the call. Mordecai, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, hope all is well. I um, really quick. I just wanted to say before I uh, said there was a uh, rush called in about what I said. And he said, uh, I'm a knucklehead and that I wouldn't serve. It's, it's really funny. Um, I like how you said it before. You just give people the rope to hang themselves. But, uh, you know, I'll, that's all I'll leave it at that. But anyway, there's a there's a parallel here with Eugene Carroll that's not being drawn. Um, I mean, it's not being shown in the media with um, with Vince McMahon and uh, WWE, which I look. I mean, I didn't want to. I, I was shocked when i heard that i didn't want it to be true but after i seen everything I'm like yeah this is 100 percent true uh making this girl sign ndas and everything and under duress which means they're you know not enforceable but um you know there's there's not even uh, a fraction of uh of of the media spotlight being shown to this and this is 100 percent real there's evidence and everything text messages and 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 proof there's not one shred of media highlighting this aside from you know the um, uh, I mean the proportionality of media highlights are not there. I mean it's like it's like ten to one, and I'm not, I don't, I'm being really uh, I'm being really uh, liberal with giving uh, Vince McMahon that one. You get what I'm saying? I I hear you. The allegations are so outrageous. I I haven't even paid attention to it. I think um, you know he he put he used to put on a great show with the WWE. You travel anywhere around the country. You know sometimes I'd be. For example, in Baltimore, different locations, and the wrestlers would come through, you know, because they had a show that night. But the allegations of what he's done are absolutely disgusting, and, and, and he has to go. Mordecai, I have to move on. And it is now time, folks. We're going to go right back to your telephone calls for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. So this comes as no surprise. The number of homeless people in New York City's shelter system skyrocketed. I wonder why. 53% over the past year, driven by the unrelenting surge of migrants. This is according to the, according to the mayor's preliminary management report released Tuesday. And uh, it, it covers uh, the first four months of the fiscal year. 
uh, July through October of 2023 with the same period in 2022. And so the the numbers are are up, and the flow of asylum seekers to New York City drove a 147% increase uh, to the shelter system with with families and children, 185% increase in entries to shelter for adult families, the report says. So let's go right back to your telephone calls up until the top of the hour. Folks, if you're trying to get through, we do apologize. You can reach me on social media. Uh, at Dominic TV on X Twitter. Let's go to Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk to you again, man. Good to um, talk to you. Real, go right ahead. Thank you. Um, uh, real quick on Eugene Carroll. I just seem to remember a smiling Michael Avenatti and Stormy Daniels on all the shows, grinning from ear to ear over their decisions with Trump. And now Avenatti's in jail and Stormy Daniels owes Trump 300000 So I wouldn't count that money too quick. That's um, a good point. That's a good point. What I was calling about was me and you had to discuss because it relates to um, the mayor being overridden and just the degradation of crime enforcement in the city. And me and you had discussed stop and frisk before. And I would suggest a compromise in that. Um, stop and frisk as you, Dominic, would institute it, should be instituted, but with a sunset or renewal provision. I noticed that every time they try to pass something that might be constitutionally ambiguous, they give it a sunset or renewal provision. Like with the Patriot Act, it had to be renewed every 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you introduce, if, like with your platform, if you advocated something like, institute stop and frisk and every four or five years it has to be renewed in order to be continued hey robert it's a great it's a great idea but let me tell you why it's unrealistic i support the idea look at what Mm -hmm. the council just did to adams if he did something like that they would screw him on his budget every single year they they would they would that's why with with him and all this indictment possible indictment talk they i i love your idea but Adams can't do it because this this council with uh, Jamani Williams is too powerful, as we just well, they, saw on uh, Tuesday. Well, the city council likes to cite constitutional concerns, and I'm just thinking that if it's in the media that this is something that would address those concerns for us common folks, it might take away some of the traction they have with what the, with their narrative. Right, you know but, what I mean? but but I have to be honest with you. You said you said with us common folks. The council is not concerned about me and you. (laughs) The the, the council is concerned, frankly, about poor people, about poor black people, poor Latino people, and advocating on their behalf to stay in office. That's all they care about, period. And maybe possibly keeping them that way to ensure their longevity in office? Right. I, you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, Robert, and, and I got to move on, but I, you know, no you, you know, thank you for the call, man. You know that, um, that I had a dog, a Maltese and, um, and he died and I'm just at the stage now. We're just at the stage now where we're ready uh, to maybe get another dog, a puppy. Um, but Dolce will forever be in my heart. Uh, uh, Robert mentioned the city council. I swear to you folks, if Dolce were alive, I would not let not a sitting member of the sitting council walk my dog. That's how much faith I have in those clowns, to be honest with you. And they are doing so much harm to the black community. They think that they're helping the black community. If you want to help the black community, it's time for some tough love. 
if you want to help the black community. If you just want to keep patting people on the heads, you do what you did on Tuesday. Good luck with that. We'll see how that works out. Because it's not going to work out. Linda, Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Don't make me cry talking about your dog. You know, it's so, so adorable every time I heard you talk, talk about him. Okay, um, this reminded me, the Carol case mm-hmm. reminded me of another case. Um, and first I want to say, this law should be changed. It was never like that. I don't know who changed it to uh, you can sue after you know forty years later with no evidence. It, it, but no, it, it was meant, it was meant to benefit victims that have been sexually abused. But it was supposed to have exactly. a, a it was supposed to be for a a good reason. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a lot of things on. Look what happens. Okay, so she of course is a liar. Um, we know everybody knows that she has nothing, no evidence. Um, does it remind you of that case of the uh, Supreme Court justice? When she came in, also a long time later, had nothing. She couldn't answer what year or what day, you know, anything at all. And then and she pretended it, it was it, at a It doesn't a party. remind me of that case because at least the woman sounded credible. At least no, no, she sounded. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. She sounded credible. But the point was that her friends, supposed to be her friends, actually called her a lawyer because she said they were at the party and they were witnesses. And they said no. Right. You know right. what I mean? But I mean, at least that one worked out. All right. Right. Because they showed that she was a liar. This one had nothing. No witnesses. Nothing. I, I, how hey. do you how do you win a case? It's crazy. Well, you, you thank you for the call. Linda. how you win the case is you stack the deck and you put it in New York, which is not Trump uh, country. And good luck with that. You put it with a judge that uh, is not a fan of Trump. And good luck. Good luck. <laughs> You're, under those circumstances, you got a 99% chance of uh, winning. When when I think of uh, E. Jean Carroll, I want to. I just want to say, "Wee!" That that that's how I that that's how I feel. I mean, oh Rachel, you 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 want a penthouse? Oh Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Oh oh, the lawyer go. Uh uh uh. She's only joking. She's only. Jo-. Well, uh, madam madam attorney, you didn't brief your client to chill with the jokes before she went on live television? I mean, oh, Rachel, you're, I'm going to get this lawyer a fishing rod. I'm going to get this one a motorcycle. Right, folks, look at the clip and just do me a favor. Don't pay attention to we look at the faces of the two lawyers. I wish I could say they were like, oh, you know, the next word that goes there. And, and that's why that's why she uh, blurted out. Uh, she's joking. Susan, upstate New York, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, Yeah, it's deja vu all over again because when this little EJ chick, uh, chicklet was on with Bill Maher, I think it was when the the case was already like in the courts, but she hadn't, like, it hadn't been started. And he was like interviewing her and then. He was saying like, "Oh, how terrible it must have been for her," and then she said something like, "I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying exactly, but it went that way." And then she was like, "Oh yes, but most people think rape is sexy," and he right, just that, like, was, that was with Anderson what? Cooper. That was with Anderson oh, Cooper. Oh, Anderson Go ahead. Cooper. I'm sorry. I it's get, okay. the, I get those knuckles. It's okay. It's up. okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yes, but you remember the look on his face, like. 
dropped the mic. Hit off. Oh, we got to go to a break. Right. I right. mean, and right. then she was like, oh, you're so fascinating. Yes. I mean, is you, what did you say? You said she was, I forget. Was, I don't know what you I, said. I, I, Susan, I don't know. I don't know what I said, but from now on. So like when I started out with the migrants and I do got to move on, Susan, because we have a lot of calls and five minutes left. Thank you for the call. When I first started out with the migrants, uh, you know, I would just say free, free, free here on WABC. Um, I think now I'm just going to say criminal, criminal, criminal. And as it relates to E. Jean Carroll, my my new feeling, right, where it's coming from, right, where, where how I feel about this. Every time I think of her name, I'm just going to go, wee! That, that, that's, that. I mean, I think Michael Jackson conducted himself better in interviews. Oh, Rachel, we're going to buy you a penthouse in France. Excuse me, Rachel can't accept any gifts from you, lady. It's a conflict of interest. You're embarrassing her on national television. That's why she's laughing in a very nervous manner. And then Rachel's like, oh, my God, I politic to get this interview. And this lady is absolutely batty. Absolutely batty. Phil in the Bronx, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, Dominic, you, you go through hell every night with these people. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I just want to bring out two quick points, very quick points. First point is I would say that at least half or better of the illegals now here in, in, in New York and in the United States are basically people of the third world. They have no comprehension of, 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 of what is required of them in this country. Many do not have a adequate education. Many of them have, have just a very lackluster style of living. They're, they're out there doing their little thing, and that's the end of the world for them. But when you've got a government that's handing off billions upon tens of billions of dollars of benefits to people who have no understanding that money is <laughs> money's involved, they, they just keep taking and taking and taking. So what happens now in New York these people have a very high sense of privilege that, that they are entitled to do not only what they want, but anywhere to anyone. And the, the fact of it is, you think it's bad now with these two cops, and I, my heart goes out to them. Really, that's, that's frightening. Uh, but I'll say this much. Wait till the summer comes, because it's going to be a bad, bad summer, because you're going to have a lot of, lot of people with nothing to do. A lot of illegals have nothing to do. They got a few bucks in their pocket. They're going to get rowdy, and it's going to be all hell break loose. I, and I, as for moving out, yeah, as for moving out of New York, I think I'm going to follow suit because the situation I'm in is bad enough, and and I don't need I don't even have to worry about my future and getting getting killed. I I hear you, Phil. Thank you for the call. I'm, I'm just short of time. I I just wish I just wish that uh, Mayor Giuliani was in office right now. Oh, my God. Every political reporter in New York would be up right now because Giuliani just called a news conference at 1 a.m. at City Hall. And he just announced that that he's going to escort. He's going to have the buses escort them to the border. It would be something like that. It would be something like that. I'll never forget Mayor Giuliani state state of the city address. He gets up there. He goes, the Board of Education should be blown up. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, no. <laughs> And I was like, I, I couldn't admit it, but quietly I was like, go, Rudy, because you're a thousand percent right. All of those incompetent uh, 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 patronage hires in the Board of Ed at the expense of the children. 
Russ White Plains. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I just wanted to say my understanding of Claudine Gay is that she said black politicians don't represent the black community very well. And I guess you agree with her, huh? What? Uh, okay, wait. Uh, Claude, I don't yeah. understand how we're talking about Claudine Gay. Uh, I didn't bring her up one yeah. time, but... Um, but, 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 but to answer your question, yeah, I definitely would agree with that. I don't agree with what, I don't agree with anything she does. I I, honestly, I think she's a phony, but, 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 uh, uh, black politicians don't represent black communities very well. All they do is patronize black communities and don't really look out for them in the long run. Rush, you got 15 seconds. What was your point? My point is that she does it in an analytical way, unlike Michael, who would like to get a machine gun and shoot everyone that he sees. I'd like to move back to New York myself. Thank you very much, Dominic. Okay, thank you, Russ. So you folks that are on hold, uh, I do apologize. We're out of time. Uh, I will be with Frank Morano. He's been kind enough to invite me back. I'll be with him uh, at about uh, 1.06. He's with me now. What do you have coming up? Quite a bit, Dominic. Obviously, uh, we're going to delve into some of the issues that you've been talking about. There's a new trend among older couples getting divorced, which we're going to get into. Uh, we're going to break down in just a minute this uh, override that the city council passed. No guests, so there's going to be a lot of opportunity for the next four hours for back and forth between the callers and me and hopefully you as well. And I didn't know you were big, so big on writing letters and mailing them with the stamps. Uh, you need a couple of stands. <laughs> Frank Morano's coming up right after news headlines.